Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. And to say that I am bruised, uh, gutted, but also proud would be a complete understatement this morning. Obviously, last night's game ended Tottenham Hotspur 1, Chelsea 4. Just one of the most extraordinary games of football I think any of us have ever seen. A very bizarre situation where the team who has won 4-1 away at their most bitter and hated rivals are getting less of the plaudits than the team who lost the game. And I think that says it all about Ange Ball. I think it says it all about where we are as a club right now and the drip feed of excitement and, like I said, pride that is coming from the top to the bottom of our club at the moment, starting with Ange. That's why I'd say certainly the top to the bottom of the playing staff of our club through to the fans. The fans were incredible. I'll go into more about that later on. I wanted to start by talking about something that I haven't heard anyone talk about yet, which is the possibility that maybe we were just too up for it last night. And I know you, I'm not sure you can ever be too up for a derby. Uh, I get that. But, um, I don't know, I said this to my flatmate when I was watching it with him last night. Obviously, there's all the Remembrance Day services, uh, the playing of the last post before the game. And we hear a lot, and we've heard a lot, about the the, the things that Ange Postacoglu uses to uh, motivate his players. And I wonder, I've got no evidence to back this up, but I wonder whether he used the time around Rem- Remembrance Day and the playing of the last post and talking about people who have sacrificed themselves for their country for their team for their teammates as motivation because the way the players just attacked that game and flew into challenges just just really gave me the idea that there was an extra element of motivation there I don't know like I said it it could be complete bollocks as far as I know but 
were we just a bit too up for it, uh, which kind of showed in that early Destiny of Doggy two-footed challenge, uh, and of course Christian Romero doing Christian Romero things. Um, I'll go on to Romero. I don't think you can have a go at Romero, really, for doing the things that make him the player he is. Um, yes, he should have learnt his lesson after getting away with the kick in the first kind of 15 minutes. He was lucky there. It was light, but people had been sent off for more. Uh, he got away with that. He should have learnt his lesson from that. And then he saw an opportunity to take a 50-50 challenge, take the ball and then take the player. And it was absolutely a red card. VAR were absolutely right to turn it round. It was a red card and it was a penalty. And it was madness because we got away with the fact that they'd scored, you know, from the shot from Caicedo, which was deemed offside. And, you know, that could be deemed fortunate. And unfortunately, Romero still managed to turn that fortune into a goal. But like I said, it's hard to have a go at him because that's the player he is. And um, we love him for it. And yeah, he's been sent off four times uh, since he's come to Spurs. I believe that is the highest amount of any player in that time. But that's who Romero is. And uh, believe it or not, I still believe he's kind of toned down his his aggression this season. But uh, last night's Chelsea game was a, a match too far in terms of that. Destiny Doggy's red card, that was also a red. Two yellows, he was lucky to get away with his, his two-footer early on as well. I do think that was him protecting himself. I don't think he was trying to hurt Sterling. I think he thought it was going to be a 50-50 and he just in the last minute thought, oh, I better put both my studs up there to protect myself from a 50-50. But still, that could easily have been a red card in the current laws of the game and the way that the referees are and the VARs are. He was very fortunate. And then that second half uh, yellow was kind of mad. I think that came from the fact that he'd actually done brilliantly to get himself in the right position to stop what seemed a certain goal on the attack uh, whilst we were having our high line. And then his just touch as he intercepted the ball that was going through was just heavy, so he went out and was frustrated and went to try and win the ball and uh, just was late. Clever from Sterling, I think he knew it was coming. Uh, I I, want to talk just briefly about when we were 1-0 up and that period of kind of five minutes, maybe five to seven minutes, around when the Romero goal happened, where we just lost our heads a bit. It feels to me a bit like, I know, you know, I'm sure a lot of you play FIFA. Sometimes when you're playing FIFA and you're desperately trying to defend a lead maybe you're trying to keep the ball out of the net you're and you're you're kind of you almost start doing things that you know you shouldn't do like sliding into tackles when you shouldn't and there was just that period and actually that um, penalty and red card that Romero gave away was the perfect example van der Ven had a big swing at the ball the Romero went too far in and we were just panicking in our own kind of final third it was very unlike what we've done all this season and again I think it might come down to a bit where we just too motivated we got that lead we didn't want to give it up and we're just kind of swinging our legs and desperately trying to get our bodies in the way when actually sometimes what's needed in those moments is a bit more composure can you see that your opportunity to just put your foot on the ball rather than just try and take a wild swipe at it. And we really, really were punished because of that. I said it when we were 1-0 up, and we were um, on the front foot in the ascendancy. As all the commentators said and the pundits, Carragher said, Spurs looked absolutely unbelievable in that first 15 minutes. But I said to my flatmate, we need to get a second in this period, and we did. And that is the sliding doors moment. I genuinely think... If Sonny had been onside for that brilliant goal that he scored, set up by Brennan Johnson, 
and we'd gone 2-0 up, I think we would have won 4-0 or 4-1. I've got a lot of Chelsea fans going into my um, match preview this morning and saying, oh, you got all your predictions wrong. And it's true, I did. And that's the danger of doing predictions. And I don't care that I got it wrong. That's always going to happen. But honestly, that sliding doors moment of that sunny goal, if we'd scored, gone 2-0 up then, I think all of that kind of panic that was caused and the red cards wouldn't have happened. I think we would run 4 or 4-1, 4-0, 4-1, something like that. It's a shame, but such a brilliant goal. But we need to remember how good we are. That first 15 minutes, perfect example of how good we are and how good we're going to be again and how good the coaching is that Ange Postacoglu has put into these players. Because I also want to talk about then when the injuries happened, Van der Ven, Madison, and of course the red card, those players who came on who have been universally slated, by the way, Eric Dyer, Emerson Royale, and Pierre-Emil Hoiberg, they were brilliant. And the reason they were brilliant is because Ange Postacoglu is coaching the entire squad how to play in his system. And they have all bought into it. This is the game. You've heard about it from before. Uh, so from in interviews with Ange Postacoglu before where he's talked about the moment he knows his teams have bought into the way that he wants them to play. Often it can happen during a loss or when they're losing or when they're down to uh, 10 men or in this case 9 men. They keep playing the way he wants them to play. It would be so much easier to do a, sit into our shell like we did against Conte, uh, under Conte and Mourinho and sit 11 men behind the ball, but they didn't. They carried on going forward and he said in his interview after the game, that's just how we play, mate. We'd do the same with five men if we had all like six men sent off. And it's hard to watch. I admit it. It is hard to watch giving them so much space, but that is vital in terms of then going forward playing the way he wants to play and never ever taking a step back and and I love it It, it's bruising today of course it is losing 4-1 to your biggest rivals it's bruising it's gutting but hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. incredibly impressive that Ange has got full buy-in from all those players including Dyer, Royale and Hoiberg who are the players who potentially could be the most annoyed at not having much game time this season especially Eric Dyer. very impressed with him very impressed indeed and I'm fully with Ange when it comes to the VAR stuff as well talking about respecting the referees absolutely we deserve to have those men sent off last night. He didn't come out and complain about it like some other managers do. And he's absolutely right. There'll be no there'll be no chance for referees going forward if every single Premier League manager slags them off. Because think about what's that, what that's doing in grassroots football. So fair play to Ange for coming out and saying that. And I'm with him as well on the fact that, you know, the decisions were right last night. But the time that it takes, it's true. How do you get any rhythm in a game if every... 10 minutes you're stopping for six minutes seven minutes at a time anyway mentioned it already 
that high line we played it is hard to watch but it's very exciting and I for one don't want to go back to Conte ball I tweeted it after the game last night yes it's devastating but I'm more excited having watched that game than I was under any win under Conte or Mourinho we're being talked about again this is what Ange wants he wants other supporters and pundits to talk about Tottenham and wanting to watch Tottenham Hotspur and is there any doubt is there any doubt that Tottenham are a team that people want to watch now you watched that game last night went to nine men we nearly equalized in the 95th minute we nearly equalized with nine men a couple of times what an unbelievable manager got to talk about big Vic Vicario He's just going from strength to strength. I actually hadn't seen a lot of his sweeper keeping this season yet so far, but last night it was like he totally knew what he had to do. He had to be 10 yards forward than he would normally be and just take risks. I thought he was going to get himself sent off at one point because he was just coming every single time, but his decision-making was absolutely top-notch. It was incredible. He's a great goalkeeper. Long may it continue. He's going to have some difficult times coming up because with those injuries that we've got, Van der Ven... And uh, Matters, there's going to be more pressure on him for sure. Playing that high line without Van der Ven is going to be difficult. And one of my big worries actually is that players who are quick and have a lot of pace and their game is based on pace, who suffer ruptured hamstrings, um, grade three, I think it is serious hamstring injuries, a lot of them struggle to regain that pace. I know, you know, I hope I'm just proclaiming the most negative possibility, but that is going to be a worry for us going forward. I hope it's not as bad as it looks and that he's back relatively soon, but I fear it's going to be three months. He's going to need surgery and the hamstring has come off come off the muscle or the bone. That would be a big loss for us and we're already short, but we've got to get behind Eric Dyer, who's going to be coming in for him. Romero is also going to be out. Maybe Ashley Phillips is going to have to play. Got to get behind these players, but the one thing I know, they have been coached to play in this way and they will be doing that. So we support them, and we'll support them, take responsibility for any mistakes, and I think we'll be fine. The fans were unbelievable last night, it was incredible, what a turnaround this is from a year ago, uh, and the last four or five years. Incredible to see us behind them, I think other fans will be absolutely jealous of what it's like at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium at the moment, supporting the club as a whole, every single player, the style of play, the manager, it's incredible. Going forward... It's going to be difficult against Wolves. Richarlison has come out today and said he's going to have to get a pelvic surgery as well. So that's another man down. So opportunities. Like I said, Eric Dyer, Ashley Phillips, Emerson Royale. They'll all have to play, I think. Brian Hill. Is it a chance now for Brian Hill to start on the left? Um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe De- Deki Kulusevski comes into midfield if Madison's injured and Brennan Johnson goes to the right. It's very possible. But I think, because of Andy's coaching, we don't need to worry so much. Each game is going to be hard, of course it is, but I think we can do it. Very excited now to see the squad players. How good can they be? Can they play themselves into the first team? What does it mean for our season? I'm still confident. We're 11 points clear of Chelsea still. I think similar to Man United. We've had a great start. Now we're going to have to roll with the punches. And we've got the right man in charge to roll with those punches. I think winning the title is going to be difficult. We already knew that. But can we get a result against Wolves at the weekend? I'll do a match preview further down the line on Friday. But if we can go there and get a win, it's all about how we bounce back from this result. We didn't deserve the result. It's just the way it went. We were too up for it. We had men sent off. It happens. Now, how do we bounce back? Can we go to Wolves, turn them over at their own place, and then go into that next game? Man City, is it? 
No, Villa before Man City. Villa at home. It'll be a difficult one. But if we could get two wins from here, it would show just how brilliant this Spurs squad are under Ange Postacoglu. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching as ever. If you're listening to this on uh, the podcast platforms, please do come to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Later underscore and vice versa. If you're watching this on YouTube, please can you subscribe or follow on the podcast platform so you can listen to this when you're out running or out in the car, anything be that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just search for the Spurred On Podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Come on, you Spurs. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.